News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. As you heard in the news headlines, Israel has imposed a complete siege of the Gaza Strip as the escalation of violence in the Middle East continues. Uh, in a moment or two, we'll speak to uh, Solidarity People Before Prophet TD, Paul Murphy. But first, uh, let's hear from Lior Hayat, a spokesperson of the Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Uh, that complete siege of the Gaza Strip, Lior, what's the purpose of that? Well, I, I have to start by saying this is not an escalation of violence. We're talking about a brutal terror attack that caused the death of the official numbers are 700 people that were murdered and massacred and executed, but the real numbers are much higher. And, uh, and we're in war. The siege is not the problem. The problem is that we're dealing with a terror organization. Hundreds of terrorists entered Israel on Saturday morning, murdered in cold blood families in their homes, old people. They uh, kidnapped children, babies, uh, uh, Holocaust survivors. If you're talking about the siege, you're, you're completely off uh, on that, uh, of what's going on. What's going on is that we're still counting bodies. There is a siege because we are at war. We're at war with a terrorist organization and barbaric one, animals. There is no other way to, to say that. And we will win this war. And part of this war is that we can attack the terror infrastructure in the Gaza Strip that was built by Hamas with the support of Iran in order to kill Israelis. That's their goal, and we saw that. This is the story. I'm sorry if you, if you think that the story is the siege, you're completely off. Well, well uh, uh, to be fair, Lior, um, I, I think the story is what's happening today as well as what's happened at the weekend. And the reality is uh, the, the words I use. Sorry, no, hold on. Hang on, hold on. Let me finish. Sorry, let me finish my point. I, I, I let you speak. Sorry, uh, Lior. The point is I, the term I use, complete siege, is not my term. It's a term used by a minister in your government. I'm just quoting what yeah, he said. It is, the, the, and I and I didn't say there isn't a siege, but this is not the story. I just had a meeting with uh, two a brother and a sister. Their brother, the third brother, was murdered brutally by terrorists uh, of mm. Hamas. Their father was kidnapped. And he's still, we don't know anything about that, about what happened with that. I, I, I totally and accept that. I totally accept that. The counter-argument, Leo, the counter-argument is there are also people dying in Gaza. That is, that's the other side of the story. That's also part of the story, is it not? Israel has done everything in order to prevent casualties in Gaza. We left the, the Gaza Strip 18 years ago. We had no intention of going back there. We have no business uh, in Gaza. We don't want anything with them. They could have done anything with the Gaza Strip. What they did is to build a terror base for attacking Israelis. Over the last 18 years, almost 100,000 missiles were launched from the Gaza Strip towards Israel. 100,000 missiles in 18 years. This is the reality. I'm sorry, and I know people are dying in Gaza. We are doing everything in our power in order to prevent 
uh, casualties, civilian casualties in Gaza, and only attacking terror uh, targets and Hamas targets in Gaza. Okay. This is the, the, the criticism. Different. No, no. Let me finish, please. Uh, I, well, you have, you have, you have made your point. To be fair, uh, the criticism no, no, of I, I, the criticism of Israel is exactly is exactly the opposite of what Hamas is doing. Hamas yeah. entered Israel, murdered. There was a, a music festival next to the border. There were about thirty uh, three thousand people there. We found in the forest next to the festival. 260 bodies of people that were executed. I understand. One by I understand. one. Leo, if, if, I, could, if I could ask a question, if I could ask a question, please. please. Uh, I, 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 I don't know anyone who believes what Hamas did at the weekend is right. I think most people are absolutely appalled by what happened. And as you outlined it, is exactly what happened. The counter-criticism would be, and you said that Israel had no interest in the Gaza Strip. The criticism of Israel is that over the last 15 years, you have made uh, the Gaza Strip unlivable, to quote the UN Human Rights Envoy, and that it was a pressure cooker waiting to, to blow because of the blockade, because of the economic conditions, because the lack of food, the lack of water, the lack of electricity. First of all, the, the, the facts are not true, but I'll just say the one thing. Last week, a few days before this event, Israel allowed 18,000 Gazans to enter Israel to work here because we understand this, uh, the, the, the terrible situation they live in under Hamas terror organization control. They, they, the wages that they get in Israel are about 30 times higher than they get they, what they get in Gaza. So we, the, the idea was to help the people of Gaza and the economy of Gaza, because we do want to live in peace with the people of Gaza. They are not our enemies. But unfortunately, they are controlled by a barbaric terror organization that are, is financed by Iran and is controlled by Iran, and, it's, and those are animals. And I'm sorry if it sounds harsh, but a siege is just the first step because Israel will hit Hamas with all our power. We are at war. It's a war, a war against terrorism, and we will win this war. And it will have, it will take a long time, I know. But after the, this weekend and the terrible things of the things we've seen, there is no other way. There is Leo. no way we can live in a situation, in a reality, where in the other side of the border there is a barbaric terror Leo. organization we that do is have capable to leave it there. of killing us. Lior Ahaya, thank you so much for talking to us. Lior Ahaya, their spokesperson for the Israeli Minister for Foreign Affairs. Uh, let's bring in Paul Murphy now, people before Prophet uh, TD. Paul, we, we, we'll get to what's happening in Gaza in a second, but first off, uh, do you condemn the, the Hamas attacks at the weekend? Well, it's interesting. You just had a spokesperson on for the Israeli government, which has openly declared that they're committing war crimes right now in Gaza by targeting the population of Gaza, over 2 million people, for collective punishment, by cutting off food, medicine, uh, electricity. And you mm -hmm. didn't ask him, who is actually a representative of the government, to condemn those actions. Well, he he was hardly going to condemn his own government's actions. But, that's but, a ridiculous point, think, Paul, with all due respect. But, but I think that's precisely the problem, um, is, of course, like the loss of any life is to be uh, regretted. But the idea of turning the tables here and attempting to present 
the victims of oppression as uh, the problem here for fighting back, I think, is the problem with the whole framing. The, the root cause... Yeah, I, I, think you'll find, I think you'll find I challenge the spokesperson from the Israeli Minister for Foreign Affairs as well, as is my job. And I'm asking you a straightforward question. Do you condemn the Hamas attacks at the weekend? I mean, men, women and children at a festival were shot dead, were kidnapped... Uh, it, it, it surely it's unthinkable. And I, 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 my my question is a simple one: Do you condemn it, it is, those and, and and war is absolutely horrible. And we are seeing a tiny glimpse of what the Palestinians face, what the people of Gaza have faced for the past fifteen years. I mean, what a joke that spokesperson in trying to claim that they want to live happily alongside the people of Gaza. I, I visited Gaza. I, I have seen 10 years ago the conditions of extreme poverty that people are living in, yeah, yeah, crammed no, together with the scars of war all across these like, densely packed cities where they're subjected regularly to bombardment and subject to, like already a siege was in place. Now they've announced a kind of super siege. But you have a policy pursued by the Israeli state of conscious apartheid, of conscious discrimination that's recognised by Amnesty, recognised by Human Rights Watch, uh, of ethnic cleansing, of attempting to drive Palestinians uh, out of the area in order to not recognise the right of Palestinians. Absolutely, Uh, absolutely. Does that justify what happened at the weekend? Does that justify attacking uh, and and murdering kids at a a rock festival? I mean, the Israeli equivalent of the electric picnic, for example. See, I, I don't think it's a question of justification. It's a, it's a point that if you cage people for 15 years, as they've done to the people of Gaza, people are going to fight back. And people tried, let's be clear, in, in March 2018, there was a march of great return where people from Gaza peacefully marched to these checkpoints and were mowed down by Israeli bullets. Over 200 people were killed, 46 children. These are completely innocent, peaceful protesters, over 8,000 people injured. So the Palestinians have... And and that was widely condemned. That was widely condemned internationally. it may have been condemned internationally, but U.S. imperialism continued to give $3 billion a year in military aid. The EU continued to integrate Israel into the European economy and provide huge me- le- level of financial support. So it, it may be condemned in words, but in reality, the so-called international community continued to turn a blind eye to the oppression, the mistreatment, the discrimination against uh, Palestinians. And People, it's like, you know, everyone now across the world recognises the right of Ukrainians to resist the occupation uh, of, of Russia. But similarly, Palestinian people have a right to resist the occupation. And the responsibility for that resistance lies with the occupiers, doesn't lie with those who are resisting. I, I think most people listening to this this morning, just as a final question, will say there's wrong on both sides here. Do you accept that? But I think, you see, this is not a conflict of, of equals. It is not we have two bads on two I different sides I didn't suggest it was. We, I didn't suggest it was. But that's the problem with that sort of narrative. And I think, like, the answer here, the only solution is for an end to the siege of Gaza, an end to the bombardment, which is currently happening. The idea that George is targeting Hamas infrastructure is a joke. You can go onto Benjamin Netanyahu's Twitter and see him proudly sharing pictures of residential buildings being targeted. That's who's being targeted right now. And an end to the occupation. That's... That's the solution here. That's what needs to happen. And that's what I'm going to emphasize whenever I get a, get a chance, because otherwise it's, this all just gets disappeared in all killings are bad and so on, of, of course. But like, let's let's look at the reality of this conflict. I mean, 95 percent of victims over the past 20 years in this conflict 
are Palestinians. And now there's an attempt to spin it in a, in a different and, and inaccurate way. And I think we have to call that out. Paul Murphy, People Before Profit TD, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.